you come back again. For a Chinese monk who wears lipstick and tries hard to milk content out of a disclaimer at the start of his martial art class. Does anyone have any injuries that I'm not aware of? Train around your injuries. Don't make them worse. So now, welcome to episode three. Train at your own pace. Take a break if you need it. This is your third visit to me, and three is my favorite number, because we can officially hold hands at our third date now, according to Chinese dating rulebook. My parents would be so proud of me for upholding Chinese virtues. I'm also sharing a celebration of a triumph with you in this episode. This podcast is my attempt to make myself comfortable while doing something that I found meaningful in a slow and gentle way. Do it at your own pace. I've been making my visions come to life with this podcast. I recognized and acknowledged this triumph, and you are listening to the sonic proof of my personal triumph. So thank you. Since I turned twenty-four, I realized that I have been so strange to the action of making myself feel good. I'm way too familiar with making other people feel good, often at the expense of my feeling of comfort. I'm 26 now. I have so many bad habits. I stress random consonants when I'm speaking English. My room looks like a murder scene. I often forget to trim my nose hair. Give me a pen and three pieces of paper. The list goes on. Amongst all those bad habits. On top of that, now I suddenly increase my voice during a podcast. The one bad habit that made me feel the worst about myself is the habit of neglecting my needs and putting others' comfort above mine. When I have an option to take a break or walk away, if you injure yourself or feel dizzy during a martial art class. Take a break. You don't need to, and you shouldn't carry on with that class. That was the martial art way of assessing a situation that involves injury to decide if we should take a break. And I've been thinking, why is it harder for me to do that outside dojo? And this is some of my reflection. Any of us. Who has taken or felt significant responsibilities for others? We most likely have experienced or developed the behavioral and psychological pattern of prioritizing others' happiness over ours. This prioritization is not detrimental per se; it can become unhealthy. Depending on the context when it's applied, it's the context and circumstances that matter. So, if you go back to the first episode of "Gentle with Yourself," does anyone have any injuries that you are not aware of? The not very hidden call to action 
is a reflection on our habits, or I would say my habit of lying to myself that I'm not injured, I'm invisible. I am fine. I'm totally happy. I'm feeling good. I'm vibing. The pretension jeopardizes my self-integrity to push things forward. So, do you have any psychological injuries? You don't owe an answer to this question to anyone else but yourself. And do you feel uncomfortable answering yes to this question? The fundamental philosophy of this reflection on psychological injury is self-integrity and self-loyalty. A sister scenario to this one is our deep fake smile at social scenes. When we automatically, subconsciously force our facial muscles to put on a smile when we actually feel deeply, deeply uncomfortable or irritated. Okay, story time. Rex's bedtime story. Put on your pajamas and listen. During my first two years in Sydney, I was nineteen, with a face covered by acne. And that was when I tried the hardest to blend in the social scenes in Sydney by going to as many Australians' parties as possible and making small talks. Some of the questions I got asked made me feel like they threw a hot saucy pasta at my face. For example, the question that followed, "Oh Rex, where do you come from?" is, "Oh." Come from China? Is it true that Chinese eat dogs? Is it true that there are concentration camps there? And that was far from a singular incident during my stay in Sydney. Do you think it's a stereotype against nationality? I don't have an answer. But I saw a BuzzFeed interview of Margot Robbie a couple years ago. Um, what are some of American stereotypes about Australians when she was living in America? Well, Margaret Robbie got questions like, "Oh, do Australians ride kangaroos to school? And is it true that every Australian household have a collar as a pet?" Well, I was watching her answering those questions with a big smile on her face. I was like, Margaret Robbie. You get that off easy. By the way, if you want to feel rejuvenated in this modern era, go watch Barbie in movie theater. Prepare napkins. I serve you with a reminder. Seven years later, I now have the composure and skills to deflect questions like dog eating and concentration camp. Seven years ago, I tried hard to maintain the smile on my face. Pulling all the strength from my body and brain, I recognize and、uh, acknowledge my strength to maintain my dignity, despite the feeling of humiliation in those contexts. 
I call this bedtime story because these encounters used to keep me awake in bed. If I have a time travel cell phone that can connect me to that old me at that party seven years ago, I wouldn't give that younger struggling Rex any tips or tricks on how to handle this scene with a joke like a comic. I want to tell that younger struggling me to handle the situation like a martial artist, like a Julia Belt martial art student. First rule when it comes to a Julia Belt self-defense: create distance. I remember I felt the urge to reciprocate that feeling of humiliation and pain. I wanted to have a sword fight of words. Now I'm feeling glad that I didn't, because、um, the other persons might intend to pick up a fight with us. It's his intention. It's his goal. It's his desire. Focus on H I S. It's not ours. In this context, quote unquote fight, our biggest power is not giving them what they want. If we feel uncomfortable, we have the option to keep our head high and our back straight, then walk away. It's important to keep head high and back straight, otherwise. We will need to see a physio regularly for sore shoulders. Every visit costs at least eighty bucks. Given the inflation, that price is only heading north. We don't have a responsibility to educate people that we barely know. We don't have a responsibility to educate people we barely know when we are feeling unwell. Focus on the context. When we are feeling unwell, these days I am paid to educate people, and the only time I do difficult education for free is educating my eighty-year-old Chinese grandma about homosexuality. Okay, time is up. Your third visit to be gentle with yourself has come to an end, and we completed the discussion on self-integrity and self-loyalty. With the emphasis on context, next episode will be the epilogue to the series of the martial art disclaimer. I look forward to you at the end of this month. Thank you.